Hey, everybody. He's big. He's mean. And he is Reacher. We're talking about season two today here on Two Geeks and a Microphone. Welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Stephen and Mike. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Two Geeks and a Microphone. I am your co-host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in Geekdom Land. And it, it, it was pretty cool that you actually pointed the right direction because I always point in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> I get tripped up by it, man. <laughs> right? I get it. I get it. Out which side is which. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Well, Lee, uh, I, I just want to say I'm thankful the Chiefs won. Whoop, whoop. We originally from Kansas City, everybody. And that was a nail biter of a game. That was a good game. That was a good game. Now, whatever side of the fence you're on, that's okay. It's okay to be wrong and root for the wrong team and all. Oh, yeah, Battle Hawks. Yeah. That's right. Battle Hawks. Battle Hawks start March 30th. I'm super excited. Yep. Spring football is on its way. Yeah. For those of who are on our Facebook uh, friends feeds, uh, I have to get this in. Sorry, Mike. I posted a meme that said... Super Bowl, <laughs> Super Bowl appearances since 1996. Taylor Swift won, Cowboys zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It took a girl, girl for your team to win. Yeah. But, you know, but at the end of the day, I am always a Cowboys fan. Good for you. See, that's the thing about the Chiefs. We were not fair weather fans. We were always, even through the years they were losing and stuff, we rooted for our team. And uh, and by golly, <laughs> you know, the Cowboys will get there. I'm just saying, good for you. For Cowboys, we, are, we are five-time champions. Thank you very much. Uh, since 1996. Yeah, you're right. Since 1996. But guess what? We've won a Super Bowl since the uh, uh, 49ers have. <laughs> Because they haven't won since won since nineteen ninety five. So right on, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And forty nine ers fans, you can tell me all you want. Oh, but we've been there. It doesn't matter if you don't win. It makes no difference. If you don't win. So. <laughs> At well, the end yeah. of the day, you're in the same place the Cowboys are. <laughs> I, so on funny. the golf course. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. All right, everybody, we got a jam-packed show today. Sorry, I just had to get that dig in on my before starting. <laughs> I'm looking forward to spring football. Go Battle Hawks. Kaka. Caw is the law. Kaka. Kaka. Where was that from? Oh, oh. Uh, I love the old sci-fi movie Galaxy Quest. Galaxy oh, Quest, yeah. where he has to do the he, they're like, okay, you got to give us the signal. Well, what's the signal? I don't know. You'll come up with it. And so all these little aliens are running after him, and they're trying to give him the signal. And the signal was "kaka, kaka." I, you know, I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Especially, I'm gonna have the, to get that clip and put it on as part of our clips for the show. Kaka. Especially since Battlehawk season's coming up, that's <laughs> and that's that's kind of our battle cry. Kaka. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, we got a lot of geeky news. <laughs> So let's let's do it. All right. I, I've said it before. Uh, with geeky news, it can be feast and it can be famine. And today is Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> <laughs> so 
First up, uh, James Gunn clears up rumors over the Batman TV series rights. So this is talking about the uh, the Batman television. Um, so apparently a uh, ex-thread user had res- who uh, had posted to James Gunn um, and pointed out that Batman's limited presence on t- uh, live-action TV shows, which is strange considering the character is high on most people's list of favorite comic book heroes if this isn't odd enough there's also an ongoing rumor that disney has final say on batman's tv appearances i've heard that before um after the 1960s batman that started adam west aside from from mere references to batman in shows like smallville birds of prey the character usually only appeared as bruce wayne in batwoman or gotham knights though he appeared uh very briefly in a final shot on the prequel series Gotham, the rumor only refers to Batman's live-action appearances, as the character was headlined and co-starred in numerous animated series. The thread thread user also wrote, Is it true Disney owns the rights to Batman on TV, which is why he never showed up, has never shown up uh, on a TV series since the Adam West show? Which That's is interesting, why- yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, he never has the only the closest I never thought come, about that like that. Yeah. The closest we've come is we 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 got um uh yeah, uh Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne in the uh Crisis ah, series. The Crisis um, on Infinite Earths, that's right. Right. We got him you know as the older Bruce Wayne, which was cool. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And then we we got Bruce Wayne in the Titans series too, but the but closest Batman, right? You know, uh, Kevin Conroy sort of he, you know, he was portraying the old Bruce who's decrepit, and so he's using like prosthetics to keep him up and stuff. And so I guess it could be argued that he was kind of the Batman, but he really wasn't. So he was anyway. never in the cowl, though, right? Right was never in the cow. That's what I thought, if I remember right, yeah. So, um, Gunn, known for his quick remarks on on the platform, replied, no, very strange rumor. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which I love. I love. But Gunn didn't elaborate on the rumor, but it's likely related to Disney's ownership of Fox and ABC Networks, which 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 air Gotham and the Adam West Batman. Now, I didn't know the Adam West Batman series is streaming anywhere. I, I don't know that it is for sure. I don't know. <clears throat> but anyway, it says re- re- respectively to be fair, DC has declared most characters off or not most, some characters off limits in ad- adaptations for no apparent reason, but even those bans are eventually lifted. So here's my take on the Batman thing. I think that I think it doesn't have anything to do with Disney. I don't think Disney has the power to uh, keep DC and Warner Brothers from doing Batman live action on television series just because they own the rights to the 60, 66 series. Um, mm. I think for uh, gun shy of Warner Brothers, the uh, a fear of, you know, because there was a backlash after the 66 series. There was a lot. A lot of people that didn't like Batman because of that. Batman was on a low. The comic books weren't selling well. And and people looked at Batman as campy and silly. And I think Warner Brothers is just fearful of that. And they don't want to put him on a weekly series because of that. I, I don't think they can portray him. They, I think that they believe they cannot portray him accurately on a weekly TV series. That's my belief. Who knows? I- you you know what my belief is? Yeah, what? TV and movie executives get too involved in the creative aspects of TV shows and movies, and they ruin them. Period. Agree. I I I can agree with that. And and I and now that's not totally one hundred percent my idea because I just watched a video by Chris Stuckman, who I really like as a reviewer because he comes from a movie maker, a, a filmmaker, an indie filmmaker viewpoint when he does movie reviews and stuff on YouTube. And he addressed this type of thing 
on just recently when he was talking about Madam Web. And uh, he was defending Madam Web, not the movie itself, but that the problem with the movie realistically, he goes, are the executives getting too involved and not letting the directors and the creators do their job? Because he 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 knows the director. He goes, the director is a good director. The writers are decent writers. He goes, the problem is, is the executives get involved. And he said the creative process in Hollywood right now is where they like this with Warner brothers, the executives making the moves when they probably have creatives who could really do something, but they're like, no, no, we're trying to do some, you know, we've got to create a, we got to do this with our properties or we got to create a new, this is my concern about James Gunn. James Gunn's bringing up all these DC characters. Like we're like, who are these people? Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, give me Superman. Well, I think with James Gunn, you know, he 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 really, really shot the stardom with Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody knew who Guardians of the Galaxy was. I, I, you know, when it came, I remember when it came out, I was like, I don't even know these characters. I don't know if I want to go see this. Mm -hmm. And I had friends at work. They're like, "Uh, you should go see it. I think you're going to like it. And I was like, really? Because I know nothing about these characters. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, go see it. And I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And I think he's banking on that with, <laughs> unfortunately, all of DC. And I think that's, I think that's a bad move. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Suicide Squad was mediocre at best. You know, the and first I, and one or the second one? Well, the second one was really good. I, I like the second one. The first one is mediocre. But he still didn't have he didn't have the Guardian success that he had with the second suicide. So I don't know. I, I I think it's a gamble that I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what what happens. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's let's move on to the next article. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, man. Sorry. I started. No, no. I, I just want to keep things moving because I know you got to get going. All right. So uh, next one is Batman K Crusader, which is a. Which is a upcoming series on Amazon Prime that Stephen doesn't believe is going to happen, <laughs> and we've been talking about the. Uh, to be fair, we've been talking about this since since we started the podcast, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, Batman Cape Crusader will be a much darker than the Batman animated, according to head writer Ed Burbanker, um, or Burbanker, okay. sorry. So upcoming Prime Video animated series, Batman Cape Crusader, has received uh, a new update from writer and executive producer Ed Brubaker. Brubaker revealed several new details on the upcoming animated series, describing it as having a more focused noir tone. Did I say that right? Noir? Uh Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Visual violence than previous animated Batman shows. Uh, Brubaker states that the animation in the series reflects Bruce Timm's initial vision for the Batman, the animated series, a vision he couldn't ex- execute due to the studio executives restriction on heightened violence. Ah, see those dad gum executives get involved. That's funny. I would even think you were talking about that. Sometimes That's funny. If, you, if you watch some of the Batman animated series, I think it was a little more violent than some of the series. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but maybe he just couldn't quite hit the mark that he wanted to yeah. because of it, you know. Have, um, have you seen Invincibles on Prime? Or Invincible, excuse me, Invincible. I don't think so. So Invincible is a cartoon kind of a thing, and it is violent. Is it? And so, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean – it's not violent for like just violent sake. It, it is part of the storytelling and there's a shock factor to it when something happens in the whole first season. You're like, what in the world? I don't want to do any spoilers. It, it'll be hard to do that without any spoilers, but I know they just released the second part of the second season okay. uh, for invincible, but the, it, I mean, it opens up with all these superheroes getting slaughtered. I mean, oh. You can't really see who it is yet, but you kind of have an idea of what's going on. It's kind of a mystery. Uh, and then it gets all revealed. And then there's that part of the story. And then, but, oh yeah, we're talking about getting people split in two heads crushed in eyes popping out. I mean, so it's, it, 
So they yeah, probably something. could get away with it on Prime. I, sorry, I make that uh, I make that association. So no, that's cool. Uh, that's good. Um, Batman's and- Batman beating people to a pulp. Well, it's happened in the comic books. I could right, it. yeah, it has, yeah. Uh, Burbaker anticipates a divided fan response, with many loving it and others being shocked at certain elements. Uh, um, I, I have mixed feelings about this anticipation, as they say, um, okay. because I. I said that last week. I don't like it when directors go, oh, I'm talking about Ruin Johnson to be exact. Ruin Johnson with The Last Jedi. Oh, I expect my my uh, audience to be divided down the middle. Half are going to hate it and half are going to love it. How do you make, uh, make something, uh, a property, anticipating people to hate it? I don't understand that. That's well, not how you... That's not that, how you fan base. That's not how you make money. Uh, agreed. Um, um, I, I Star Wars, I think, was a little different because it's like, well, I don't know. This may be the same same thing where people uh, want to change the characters. We, agreed. Uh, I, mm, part of me thinks you know directors want to make their mark and say, "Hey, this is how I changed this original story." Well, that's not creative, but. I think Batman, I'm looking forward to this. I'm curious if you are or not. I'm kind of saying I'm looking forward to this because I want to see the gritty Batman of who he really is that you get in the comic books. But bring Mr. Michael Keaton killed people. That's right. By God. Well, I don't want to see that because that's so instrumental to who Batman is. But beating people to a pulp, I mean, you know. But yeah, if he kills people in it, I'm out. I'm out. No, I- that's not. I am excited. Hashtag, that's I'm not ex- my Batman. <laughs> uh, Michael Keaton is Batman. He says it all the time. Anyway, uh, I, no, I am super excited about this series. I think it looks great. And if they're going to a, a more violent Batman, I personally don't have an issue with it. Um, I do know that there are some people who will. Um, but then again, there were some people that had issues with the Batman, the the Chris Nolan Batman, too. So, you know, uh, It is what it is. I'm just saying I don't like the idea of a director going into it with the attitude of, oh, uh, I'm anticipating half the audience to love it, half the audience. That's not right. You should be you should be pushing this going, look, this is this is making the the character more like the comic book. Um, You know, you should be pushing it to to get more people interested, not pushing it towards oh half the audience is going to hate it half of the audience is going to love it i just think that's the wrong attitude to have and i wish they agreed all right moving on this is a big one this is super big and i am super excited about this all right dc is to re-release the complete crisis series as a monthly facsimile edition now, I've explained in the past, facsimiles are reprints, exact reprints of the original issues. And they are doing this with Crisis Infinite Earths, the original Crisis. Um, DC Comics will be reprinting the entirety of the 1984 through 85 Crisis on Infinite Earths as a 12-month facsimile edition. And they are not waiting for the 40th anniversary. The, the publisher is gearing up for an April release of issue number one, which originally came out in December of 1984. Um, and I'm really excited. Crisis was the... It, <laughs> it, 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 it has bad things and good things. Uh, Crisis, on, on one note, is great because it's a great storyline. Um, and it was one of the big first big major cross comic book crossovers uh, you know, ever. On the other hand, it has a bad side because it kind of destroyed the comic industry. <laughs> because then they started doing these these big giant crossovers like once a year, and then it started being multiple times a year. You know, it was like, okay, this is too much. You, we can't collect all these every, mm-hmm. every crossing over into every single comic book and such. Um, mm-hmm. But Crisis is a great story. And we are going to cover, Theron's going to come back on March 2nd, and Theron and I are going to cover the first installment of the new Crisis on Infinite Earths animated movie 
and it's Ooh, part one, that's three, gonna be part good series. so yeah i'm looking forward to the comics getting reprinted i don't think i've ever read the original story in full um there was some interesting things that happened uh spoiler alert they killed off the flash in that series the barry allen flash and they also killed off uh, Supergirl. Spoiler alert, I haven't read it. What are you doing? No, I'm just messing with <laughs> On a 40-year comic book. <laughs> Again, spoiler alert on wah. a 40-year-old Anyway, yeah. if you didn't know that by now, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um, and I do have one. I do have one more. I, I do have a geeky news thing to share oh, to you. Okay. I forgot. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I'll wait let, me, you're done. Go ahead. let me do this one last story. Uh, this Ooh, is another. You sent me this. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I, I'm excited, but I, I'm fearful I won't be able to afford this. <laughs> right. So DC and Marvel are to release the crossover omnibuses. Um, this is a, a vast and varied history of DC versus Marvel returns for, to print for the first time in decades with uh, two massive volumes collecting the universe-bending comic book crossovers between the greatest characters in pop culture. These fantastic stories, originally co-presented by the two powerhouse comic book publishers, have been highly sought after and hard to find for most readers. But they are making their return to the DC versus uh, making their return in DC versus Marvel omnibus and DC Marvel the M Amligan. I can never pronounce that age of omnibus both publishing um, on August 6th, 2024 this year. And um, as, as of right now, I'm getting reports. Uh, both volumes will each have a direct market exclusive cover only available to uh, local comic book shops. So you, you can only get the exclusive covers in, in your local comic book shop. Oh, interesting. Okay. However, they are a whopping $150 each. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. I think I paid. What did I pay for the John Jackson Miller um, omnibus? I think I paid a hundred bucks for it. 125. Yeah. Now this yeah. is, this is some major, major crossovers. I mean, you've got Spider-Man and Superman. You've got, uh, I think Batman and the Punisher. Um, the only one they are not including, and it's probably mm -hmm because they just reprinted it last year to uh, benefit uh, George Perez's uh, medical bills when he was, when he was in his final stages, unfortunately. Um, but they, they had did a reprint of the justice league versus Avengers. And I wished I could have got that. That was a limited run and it was hard to get. Yeah. Um, but I, man, I would have loved to have that. And I, that, from what I'm seeing of reports, that is the only one that will not be included included in the omnibus, and I think it's because they just reprinted it last last year, year before. Ah, uh, I gotcha. Anyway, gotcha. Uh, real quick shout out, three geeky dads. What's up, guys? And hey. then Sage is in the house. Sage. And um, now you and said you had beautiful. One. I do. I got, yeah, I got, I got one. I want to share this with you guys. Um, I interrupted you, my beautiful wife, Brenda. <laughs> yes. She's, she told you you can't spend it because that's camping money. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, um, <laughs> uh, real quick, um, I'm going to let everybody know and I'm going to follow up with more information. Um, but OpenAI, so the folks who do ChatGPT, released two days ago the ability to create videos from text. Oh. And, and um, it's called Soros, and it's specifically for the whole thing of taking creating realistic stuff. Now, I've seen some of the videos. I don't know if they're on this on this page. This, uh, this is totally AI created, period, it, it, the realistic nature of it. Wow. Uh, uh, let's see if I can get the, to the next one. There's another one over here. Uh, this one with the mammoth, woolly mammoths kicking up snoozer and running is this one's AI generated. The, the prompt for a, 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 a create a movie trailer with a guy with a knitted space hat, you know, thing. <laughs> um, 
right? Uh, yeah, um, like a spaceship. Too. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they, but all of this is created by AI. I mean, the the AI. Wow. This is a drone of waves crashing against the rugged, rugged cliffs. This is AI. This is not a video. This is not. Hey, we took a video and we edited it. it that's not what it is. I mean, it is so. Wow. So the, the what prompts my remembrance of this is I, I watch another guy, um, The Night's Watch. Uh, it's an author sh- who does Shadowverse dirty and some other stuff. But he has the thing and he talks about news and stuff. But one of the things he discussed was we are moving into a realm of creators developing stuff. You and I created a fan fiction story last week. Um, and I, and I, everybody, I'm going to post that on our Kofi page, uh, just as a reminder. Um, I've got the PDF. I've got all 10 chapters done. I even have an AI image that I put on the, as the cover or, or for the cover. Um, I even have an introduction, uh, after it was all done, I had the AI create a book description for it as well without giving any details i had to go back and i first created had to go back and tell it hey don't don't give away plot points or who's who kind of a thing and so it did so it went and fixed it it was great um that'll be up on kofi today then um the but we're moving into a realm where guys like us like hey i don't like that batman story or i don't like that or i want to do my own crossover you can create stories on your own like we're doing and, and learning how to do storytelling. You can even have the, the, the models, the AI models teach you how to do storytelling. Now there's all kinds of tools out there and that's what's coming up next. But this right here, this creating video from text, I think is going to start replacing a lot of, uh, a lot of people who are going to create their own stuff. And you know, we're taking creators to a different level on people just, hey, I want to create this story. Now, right now, this is only a minute at a time. Like you can create upwards of one minute of video. Um, but this is only the beginning and this is huge. Last, you know, we got OpenAI just just over 18, almost 18 months ago. Then during the process, we have voices that are now AI. Mm-hmm. Now we'll have video that's AI. And I'm just waiting for the moment where we're going to start having voices with lip syncing for AI. I mean, with, for videos, I mean, this, the sky's the limit. I'm cracking up because I sent my wife yesterday, a clip of Arnold Schwarzenegger singing over the rainbow and they, and it was him. It Dorothy's face was Arnold Schwarzenegger's face and they connected. That's scary. (laughs) It's hysterical. Actually. Some well, Oh, over the rainbow sage awesome finally we can remove <laughs> and redo the ray skywalker films it's a good day <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh I, you so, add, I do wonder uh is is chat gtp run by skynet uh <laughs> i don't know you're you're, so you're I don't, I don't, friends over at three geeky dad's nervous right now i guarantee it <laughs> yeah so anyway i thought that was kind of fun and and i'm looking no, forward cool. to seeing what we'll do everybody that's coming up soon we, you know we've been doing storytelling now we'll start playing with ai and making videos on the spot and seeing what happens so all right that's, that's all i got to say about that that's all i got to say about that all right let's jump into the geek talk. oh what, what we march 20th x-men 97 comes out are you guys excited finally it's back the x-men i grew up with. i didn't know that I, I i knew this was coming um all right, I'm going to say something controversial here. I never really got into the X-Men cartoon. <laughs> but but that was, you know, that was back in the 90s. And, uh, Excelsior! I mean, I'd watch the show. I mean, he did on the Spider-Man one, too. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no that's all right. Uh, that was back in the 90s. And, you know, that's my younger, wilder days. Um, well, no, 97 would be Megan's youth. So I was busy with her as a baby you know um so yeah i just didn't quite get into it what sorry megan i caught that i don't know if anybody else did or not <laughs> he said she his died. wild days he goes his wild days and then megan's and that was when megan was born <laughs> yeah. all right let's move on to geek <laughs> so 
control the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. <laughs> and the creeps. <laughs> it's not all he's lost. <laughs> all right, dun, I have dun, one. Dun. What was that? Okay. Now then, dun, 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 dun. I, I have one thing for Geekdar, uh, and this is more for my wife and less for me. We watched the the movie The Iron Claw last night, which mm-hmm. is the rest be about the Von Erich family. Um, it's actually a really good movie. Um, is it? I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it, it was. It was. It was good. Um, Brenda said there are some things, some details that were left out here and there. But you know, you got two hours to tell a story of. I don't know how many decades that was. And it's kind of hard to get all that stuff in, but um, I guess, yeah, I think they got all the primary stuff. Uh, You know, all the brothers ended up dying except for the one, you know, and, and they got each one of their stories. And I think they told them pretty well. Um, Unfortunately, it paints the, uh, well, I don't know, unfortunately, because I really don't know what he was like. Again, I'm not, I'm not the biggest wrestler fan. My wife is a bigger wrestling fan than I am, especially of the older days of wrestling, like like the Von Erichs reign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, oh, she said they left out one of the, one whole son. <laughs> well, it's a now, good thing she put in just, just half the son. <laughs> yeah, making my think alike. <laughs> what did you say, Steve? I was going to say, does she say wrestling or does she say wrestling? Is that what Brenda calls it? Is she a wrestling fan uh, or wrestling fan? No, I don't pay attention to that. that I don't know. She said wrestling or wrestling. I know she says warsh, and it drives me insane. I know. That's what right? It's not warsh. It's wash. Hey, my beautiful bride is on. Hey. She says, hello from Carthage, Missouri. All right. So that's my geek dar. Uh, Brenda says wrestling. Okay, she says wrestling, not wrestling. I'm kind of surprised <laughs> she doesn't say wrestling because she says warsh. Yeah, <laughs> my my son Troy is trying to call. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what's that music guy here? Hey, watch it. YouTube might uh, ding us for that. <laughs> I know, right? He's like, wah wah, copyright infringement. Yeah. Right. Stop it. I'm sorry, but we've taken out 20 seconds of your video in 40 countries. Right. <laughs> that has I happened to everybody. That has happened to us. <laughs> and I still can't figure out what in the heck they removed. That's because we mentioned Dwayne the Rock Johnson, remember? Oh, that's right. We were talking about Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, now we're gonna do it. All right. Oh yeah, wait till uh wait till football starts up <laughs> right <laughs> anyway you said you had a geek dart too i did real quick everybody um i'm gonna share i'm gonna uh share my screen again i watch while on vacation i watch the movie uh the beekeeper let's see if this works so i um i really enjoyed this movie I, um, it was fun. It's Jason Statham fighting and hitting people. It's the good guy going in and beating up the people. And, uh, and so it's a fun movie. I'm not going to say it's a great movie, but it's your typical 80s style action film and all. And, uh, and so it was, uh, it was good. It's got a neat premise. Jeremy Irons is in it who, uh, plays a really great role um who's really good and then um yeah there are some parts of it that are a little comic booky um that some of the the bad guys that he has to go up against are more cartoonish um kind of a thing but i mean that was okay but uh but anyway so it was a good movie so if you get a chance to see it is it is it worth seeing the theater Ooh, uh i i rented it for 20 bucks because it's not really out yet because i was was like i'm going to the movie theater or whatever yeah, I don't know if it was worth 20 bucks or not, but I did enjoy it and I had a good time seeing bad guys get beat up. So, anyway, that is the it's a good, it's a good action oh, hero. So, I saw Josh Hutcherson, yes, he is in it, he plays one of the bad guys. 
and all. So it had some good twists, good twists and turns in it. And um, so it was, it was worth seeing. Um, but it's definitely worth a rental. Definitely worth a rental. Cool. Okay. All right. Let's jump into the main event, shall we? We shall. It's time for the main event. <sighs> wow, 35 minutes in. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, 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 no. We had a lot to talk about, everybody. So we're finally here to talk about Reacher. Um, so I guess I, I had watched the first season and the second season, and I had talked about it with Mike. And um, and then I told him that I thought the second season's better than the first season. And um, and so you hadn't seen the first season at no. that point, right? Nope, not yet. Yeah. Um, I've now watched both season one and season two. I I don't know, I have a hard time saying one's better than the other. I I enjoyed both of these. These are really mm-hmm. good. Um mm-hmm. I wanted to give just a little background on Reacher real quick. Sure. So Jack Reacher is a book series. Um, the book series is, uh, um, let's see. As of January, 2022, the series includes 28 books and a short story collection. The book series chronicles the adventures of Jack Reacher, former major in the United States military police Corps, um, now drifter roaming the United States, taking on odd jobs and investigating suspicious and frequently, Uh, dangerous situations, some of which are of a personal nature. The Reacher series has maintained a schedule of one book per year, except for 2010 when it had two installments. Um, The character has been portrayed by Tom Cruise in a 2012 film and a 2016 sequel. And then the current series on, uh, on Amazon prime is portrayed by Alan Richardson, rich, Richson, Richson. Yeah. Um, and Alan Ritson played Hawk in uh, the Titans series. Yes. I absolutely loved him as Hawk. He was. He was great. Awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. and it sucked. Spoiler alert. It sucked when they killed his character off. And right. boy, did they kill him off. They blew him up. I watched <laughs> that. As as little Anakin says in episode one, they blew you up. <laughs> <laughs> and that just sucked, man. So well, uh, when, when I heard I was, he was playing Reacher, I was like, oh, he's a good choice. When, yeah, I, I heard the biggest complaint about the Tom Cruise movies was Tom Cruise was not the physical presence of the character. Yes. Now absolutely. he did good. I, I thought he acted it well and stuff and I enjoyed it. Um, but then when we were watching, you were, you know, we were watching um, the, um, uh-huh. Yeah. That show that you're talking about where he played Hawk. Why can I think of the name all of a sudden? Titans. You just said it. I'm like, gosh, I'm getting old. So okay. when we were watching it and I heard that he was going to play Reacher, I was so excited because I've been watching because, you know, you were like, we got to watch Titans and talk about it. And I really enjoyed him. I loved his character. I'm like, dude, he is big enough to be Reacher. He is intimidating enough to be Reacher. And sure enough, in season one, he did not disappoint. And in season two, I was afraid season two, you know how sequel, you know, second seasons kind of wane a little bit. I didn't think it waned at all. I, I think it. Kept oh, I, the, I didn't think so. Either. Yeah, I agree. Um, First of all, I got to say, my wife would say that he's very easy on the eyes, too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and second of all, so um, years ago, I had a carpool buddy at work. Uh, she's since retired um, and she's she hasn't been doing well and she's getting to go home from from uh, 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 her trip to the hospital recently. So I'm very happy that she's going home. But um, she was a big uh, fan of the Reacher book series. And oh, okay. I, I remember her talking about the movie when it came out. And she, as soon as she heard Tom Cruise was in it, she's like, I'm out. I, I don't want to see it. And I, I, at that time I'm like, okay, I don't know anything about these books. I, I don't know, you know, and, 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 you know, I don't know why you're, you know, 
so down on Tom Cruise, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, he's not the right person for the, for this role. She's like, mm-hmm. he's not big enough. You know, yeah. he's, he's a massive guy and everything. So she was never happy with it. Well, I had messaged her uh, when I started watching it and I was like, Hey, in case you haven't watched Reacher, it's on uh, Amazon prime now. And she goes, Oh yeah, I've already watched it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. And she, she told me that her son watched it with her and he said, okay, mom, now I get why you hate the Tom Cruise. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, his size and demeanor is such a big part of the oh, storytelling. It's not that it's almost a character in and of itself because it influences interactions and how they interact with people. I mean, I'll tell you what my favorite line in, well, one of my favorite lines in, in season two was man, those satellite photos don't do you justice. (laughs) (laughs) There was another uh, line about his size too. I should have, I should have looked that up before I, before we went on, but yeah, there was another one that was made. There was a few made about his size and everything. And you're right. His size is a major factor in this show. Now, I don't, I didn't see the movies, so I can't say anything about the movies. But I, I don't know if, if they try that in the film. No. And I would hope not, because Tom. Cruise no, they did. didn't. They didn't do anything about his size or anything. Did he do a movies. lot of running? And he was running. <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise runs in every movie. It seems. I don't know. I can't remember. And all, but it did show him as a great detective with intellect and no holds barred dealing with people kind of a thing. So they showed that part of it, but his size is, is part of the character, you know, telling it stuff. So, yeah. Oh, let me ask you this. Would you, okay. So we have the, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Sherlock Holmes stories. Now my Mm -hmm. wife's huge Sherlock Holmes fan. She loves Uh Sherlock. So I remember when that movie came out, we were excited because we liked Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. And, and that was before the big Marvel, you know, big Marvel blow up, you know, all the, all the. Yeah, Marvel he had started with Iron Man, but it wasn't. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't where Marvel is today. Correct. Yeah, it, yeah. It hadn't exploded the way it is today and as famous as it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were excited about it. And then we watched it. And she's just not really into the Robert Downey, Downey Jr. version of Sherlock Holmes. And when mm-hmm. I watch it, I always think of it as, well, it's a good detective movie, but it's not Sherlock Holmes. And I, that's the way I'm I'm hearing the Tom Cruise Reacher. Like, it's a good mm, Good analogy. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. Reacher. Agreed. Agreed. Well, I mean, yes, because the Robert Downey Jr. Um, I would say those Sherlock Holmes, that was by Guy Ritchie. So it's that Guy Ritchie flair of a film. And it's fine. But I agree with you. It's not the true depths of who that character is. You're, you're the, the Sherlock series on BBC. That's the best Sherlock series with, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Benedict Cumberbund. I mean, Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> You mean um, you mean Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange, yes. <laughs> Going um, back to Marvel, and and yeah. we've had both Sherlock's in Marvel, and That's Megan. Funny, I think about that. Yeah, yeah. Here, here. I'll let Megan tell this, so she's going to come on. There you go. So Hi, tell, Megan. You, tell, tell your thing when when Doctor Strange and Iron Man met. What did you say to me? This was great. They missed the opportunity for one of. One of them or somebody mm-hmm. to say no shit, Sherlock, and had just have the yep. two of them have a reaction to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have uh, been great. You're absolutely right. Hey, I, hey, I bet you with this that. new AI thing, we can create that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I remember her saying, she turned to me and she's like, Dad, they missed a perfect opportunity. They missed and a perfect she opportunity. Told me that. I was like, Oh, that's so funny. I love. That. I will say this. So going back to Reacher season two, talking about phrases Thanks, that Megan. they did take advantage of. Thanks, Megan. Yep. Um, they ah. they did take advantage of was when. Uh, so the villain of the film, everybody, the villain of the series is Robert Patrick. 
Um, yeah, I was going to bring that up. If you don't recognize Robert Patrick or the name, he was the guy who played Peacemaker's dad. Do what? Have you seen this boy? Right. He and then he was the Terminator, the shape shifting Terminator in Terminator Two. And all. I would say that is his uh, most iconic role, right there. Um, I yes, until un, until Peacemaker. Yeah, I still don't think Peacemaker is really here. Okay, here is iconic as I could. I could hear that argument. Yeah, sure. I mean, I I liked his role in Peacemaker too. I think he did a great job. Um, mm-hmm. And boy, he he made a villain that you wanted to hate. That's for sure. He's good at that. He is really freaking good at mm-hmm. being the guy you want to hate. I mean, yeah, wow. he was but great. T two was just phenomenal. Have right, you seen boy. <laughs> Right. So Terminator 2, even if you, you know, we're kind of old farts, but Terminator 2 is the story. It was Sarah Connor and her son and her son becomes a leader of the resistance, all that kind of stuff. And um, so Robert Patrick was in it. Well, one of the greatest fun little lines where they did take advantage of a moment was um, we they were like, ah, someone they're under the name Sarah Connor. And he's like. I don't care who Sarah Connor is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. It, nice callback to to T two again. His most iconic role. That's that's why they yeah, did good it. call. Yeah, that's probably why they did it. Yeah, I had a little fun moment and stuff. So that was just a fun detail and stuff like that. So this this episode or, or this season of Reacher was really cool because it gave you the background story of his 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 unit unit, the detective unit kind of thing and who they were and i hated the fact that oh man some of the people are getting killed and you know but i mean that's what spurs him you know you made a mistake you crossed jack reacher now i heard they jumped around in the books though that this story is like i don't know like way later in the book series so, i think i i believe so that is possible yeah i'm not for sure because uh, i mean there's so many books kind of right. a thing but right. well like i it, said there's as of yeah 2022 there was what uh 28 books so well his son has taken over they've they've been over the last several novels they've been transitioning and lee child's son is taking over uh here i'll show you Here's this. Oh, yes. Brenda, how they became family. Yes. So um, just to show you guys, um, this is. uh, This is Jack Reacher or this is Lee Child. See if I can show it. Here we go and share. That's Lee Child. Ah, okay. And all. So um, the man behind Jack Reacher, there's all these. There's all the different videos and stuff. This is his BBC trailer. So um, I, I had gotten a Black Friday deal on on storytelling and or all kinds of all the BBC videos. So we've been watching Alan Moore's. Oh, this is one of those. Okay. And Lee Child is on there about how to write a thriller and stuff. So neat. Yeah. So anyway, so he's. Uh, he's written quite a bit. And so he tells his story and how he writes those. So there's so many of them. I'm not for sure which one. I just um, bought Brenda two of the novels for Valentine's day, actually. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. And a lot she, <laughs> right. Well, the only reason she wants to read it is because <laughs> Jack Reacher is sexy as heck. Well, well, she's an avid reader too. So, Nice. She likes to read. Well, I would love to hear some of her reviews on the Jack Reacher novels. I think and she all. just started the first one. I, I think. Cool. That's I, the Killing Floor. That was season one, I believe. Yes. Yeah. That that's based on the first novel, and then I don't know what the second book I got her because I couldn't get the second novel in the series because uh, Barnes and Noble didn't have it when I went to buy it. Buy it. So uh, the. I just uh, other one that sounded good and i got it so right on right so uh lee child was a he did a cameo at the end the last episode of season one. Oh, really yeah he was in the uh 
he he was in the diner. Um, yeah, see, I wouldn't have known that because I didn't know what he looked like. And yeah, yeah, I don't think he was in the. I don't. I don't think there was a cameo in in season two and stuff. So, but yeah. So all right, all right. So it's really how they become family. I love the flashbacks of you know here's a story of they're losing their friends, uh, members of their unit, and then they were trying to understand why were they being hunted. And it all delved around you know, some of the jobs they were doing, it was great. You know, you were wondering if some of their friends, one of their friends was dirty or not, but you realized, no, he, you know, oh, spoiler, sorry. But anyway, so, uh, <laughs> wah, wah, kind of, it's so, if, if I like, they- I like in the opening when they have, uh, the one guy in, in the chopper, uh, get to the chopper. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> I had to say it. I had to say it. Um, when they have him in the chopper and they're getting ready to throw him out and he looks at, at uh, uh, um, yeah, what's his face? Uh, the, the one we were just talking about. Uh, Robert Patrick. Yeah, he looks at Robert Patrick and he goes, I wonder what the big guy's going to do to you. Right. And Robert Patrick has no idea what he's talking about. He's like, right. What does he mean? Who's he talking about? Who's the big guy? Yeah. <laughs> which was another yeah. reference to his size. Check. His size, which is such an instrumental part of how they do the storytelling. Yeah. 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 I forgot about that right at the beginning. What, what did we want to use for? Do to you. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do we want to? What are we going to use for our scale for this? Our, our ratings for this one? Oh, shoot. I wasn't even thinking about it. Uh, Shoot, it would be a good one. Well, let's just use choppers. Choppers? How many choppers? Choppers. How many choppers? Okay. Uh well, first off, I, I never read the book series, so I, I had nothing I've never to, read them either. Yes. Nothing to compare them to. I've heard lots of great things about the book series, though. Everyone that, that I've talked to who've read who's read the book series um loves it. They, they think it's fantastic. Um, and then from what I've heard from those people, this television series uh, on Amazon Prime really does it good. They 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 do a good job of representing Jack Reacher and who he is and his size and and just you know his all in all badassness that he is. Um, and, and I enjoyed the series very much. Um, apparently, it's much more better than the movies. Cheers. Ah. Uh, yeah right on mm-hmm. it's like we're running out of time i gotta get it in somewhere <laughs> i love it uh so with that said i will give it 10 choppers 10 choppers out of 10 10 choppers out of 10 yeah wow i i loved it i you know we really should make a list of all of our scales and stuff because you don't give tens that often no i i don't i'm Tens are, are rare. And this one, I would have to give a 10, you know, um, not just because he's he's good looking. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's a great action star. I, I love him. Yeah, I, I think I'd watch just about anything with him in it. Honestly, he's he's that yeah. good. Yeah, he, agreed. He reminds me of the Arnold Schwarzenegger and the uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone of the 80s. You know, my mm-hmm. my. Favorite, my two favorite action heroes of the eighties. Yeah, he's he reminds me so much of them. He um he reminds me kind of like Sylvester Stallone, actually. Um, Only uh, smarter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really enjoyed his intro. My first introduction to him was Titans, and I loved him. Oh yeah, I thought yeah. it was great. I just, just the edgy kind of character who's in love with another person, you know, another superhero in that dynamic. I mean, it wasn't just a dumb big guy, you know, Hulk smash yeah. kind of a thing. It was, uh, it was really good. I mean, and so the then I saw I was excited for him in Reacher, love him in Reacher. He's in another movie that's out, I think, right now, based on it. That's based on a true story about getting his daughter through a snowstorm so she could have a life-giving operation, like a transplant Ooh. or something. And he has Ooh. to get her. Um, I have to look that up. 
it looks real emotional kind of thing. Um, I think angels, something about angels is in the title. And then there's a new, another true story, having fun with the true story uh, was it, it. Oh my goodness. But it's, it's with Henry Cavill leading a team of the first special ops mission that there ever was and how they were so rambunctious and out of things. And Alan, Alan Richson is one of the members on there. Oh, really? On that that team. So, I mean, it's an incredible cast and um, it looks really good. It looks really like just a fun action flick poking fun. You know, there, this whole, unit the first special forces unit and what they did to the nazis um and how they didn't play by any rules that they were all crazy kind of a thing so (laughs) so richard so he's up and coming i think he's up and coming more he was he was on um the one podcast the guys who did smallville that podcast recently um uh inside of you uh, okay. podcast um, the guy who played Lex Luthor it's his podcast oh yeah 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 okay, okay yeah. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum Michael and Rosenbaum. yeah and it's good it's an introduction and stuff and he was on Michael recently. Rosenbaum the best uh, Lex Luthor by the way I agree <laughs> I agree he was the best Lex he played it much more better than anybody cheers. else there we go cheers <laughs> 10 out of 10 huh would I give it 10 out of 10 I was afraid to give it 10 out of 10 just because I liked it that much. I didn't hesitate, man. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I really like it. Don't get me wrong. I've watched it twice. The first season I watched like five times. I watched it with, I watched it. Then I told Kelly, she needed to watch it. Then we told, uh, wow. I haven't watched it five times and I gave it a 10 out of 10. (laughs) Well, that was, that was season one. Season two. I watched twice. Um, I watched it and then I watched it with Kelly. Yeah, but you thought you thought season two was much more better. I did think it was much more better. So I could easily give it easily probably a 10 out of 10 as well. It's worth yeah. seeing. If 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 you like thrillers and whodunits and and what's going on, you know, action. you know, action, a big dude who evidently is sexy as heck, according to Brenda. Um yeah, just just saying, <laughs> but it's good. I'm not saying anything else about who's sexier or what's sexy on the show because I think my wife is on, so I'm not saying anything. <laughs> anyway, I I heartily recommend it. Is it worth paying the Amazon subscription for? Yes, I say yes. Agreed. I yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. This is a great series. Um, and yeah, if, if you're at all into Reacher, definitely watch this series. So I think that's all. What, I got. Any other favorite parts that you had in it? It's hard to say. Cause it's been, it's been almost a month since I watched it. Right. Um, I was going to try and rewatch it this week and I just didn't get around. Uh, it. It's just eight hours. I can't get eight hours done in a week. You know no. what I mean? And I thought of it even trying to catch the la- rewatch the last episode. Cause I really liked the last episode. Um, the whole thing is worth, worth watching again. I just didn't yeah. quite have time this week. That was, that was my only issue. Um, yeah. but, and, and as far as season one or two being better, I, I enjoyed both seasons. I thought they were great. Yeah. You know, they're and both I good. Loved, I loved learning about his, his team in this mm-hmm. one. I loved the flashbacks, like you said. Um, the flashbacks kind of reminded me of uh, Thrawn Alliances, which is funny because Thrawn Alliances <laughs> uh, issue number one just got released uh, uh, in the Marvel comic books adaptation. Nice. <laughs> But uh, Thrawn Alliances uh, has a story where you have Darth Vader and Thrawn being sent on a mission together. And then you start you start reading the, the story of how Thrawn actually met Anakin years earlier before he was part of the before either of them were part of the Empire. And and it like flashes back and forth between the two stories. So it's, 
it's almost like getting two. Well, technically, it's almost like getting three stories because you also have a third story going on with Padme because they're uh, Anakin's trying to rescue Padme. So you also have that going on. But you you get these flashbacks and it kind of reminds me of that the way they did this with with the flashbacks to his his um, group, because you kind of see a whole secondary story going on with his uh, his military group than what's going on in the main story. So it just reminded me of that book. And I, I enjoy that book. I like the format of it. So nice, nice. Yeah, I uh, I'm looking forward to to any future. Are they doing a season three? It's coming. You know? yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm excited. Okay. I think this this show is doing pretty well. So yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime's had some duds stuff that people are excited about that hasn't gotten good reviews and stuff like that. But I think this is their one winner. One I, of their winners. Yeah, I think they hit it out of the park with this one. Um, mm-hmm. So. Hopefully, hopefully maybe they can come up with something good after this too. So we'll see. But, but right now this is probably rumor has it. There's a Batman. (laughs) I'll believe it when I see it. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. (laughs) And believe me when it does, we're going to review it. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) It's been a long time coming. Yeah. I think we I think we discussed that on the news like our first or second episode. <laughs> I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. Brenda said I agree it is so good the story kept me interested for sure. I'm curious how I, I uh, Brenda as you read uh, read the novels especially if you're reading The Killing Floor how close it is to the show is to the book because I've heard it's pretty I've heard rumor that it's pretty close, but I haven't read the book, the first book. So I don't know Um, because you got eight hours. I mean, they're able to tell the story as the author intended. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, and I think he's the TV series too. He is. He is. He's a consultant on it. Yep. Which is great. You know, if you can get, if you can get the, the author in on it and getting his approval on stuff, that just, that just makes it better. So, yeah, it makes it much more better. Better. <laughs> um, getting close. You're right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, uh, any last thoughts, ideas, concepts, stuffy, geeky info? I, just go watch it. That's all I got to say. Just, just go watch. It. That's all I got to say about that. Just go watch it. Hey, everybody, I want to uh, direct you to our website, twogeeksmike.com, the number two geeksmike.com. But more specifically, um, if you want to support us or some of the other stuff that we have going on, um, go to ko-fi.com slash two, the number two geeks. Um, That's our site. Um, This weekend, I'm going to post up. I should get it done today. um, The pdf of the book that we wrote last week the what if qui-gon jinn survived and it actually was a lot of fun we kind of outlined it and um on the show and then afterwards i spent some time and it only took me to write a novella really 10 chapter novella it took me grand total of being on the show and everything three hours that's it with using ai and making little edits here and there, and then putting it into just a Word document and putting it as a PDF. Is that, uh, that including in- our time on the show? Well, that includes our time on the show. Oh, wow. Okay. So, which is really cool. So, I mean, if you really want to learn storytelling and learn to tell your own stories, AI is a tool. Um, it can be an editing tool. It can be an idea tool. And that's really what it's all about. People talk about, well, it's cheating. I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, I think it's everyone has editors that help them write better. You're just using a program to do it. Or people talk with others about how to help them get through writer's block. You're doing the same thing. You want to learn how to do story structure. AI will teach you just like if you bought a book about it kind of a thing. You say so, that, and then all of a sudden, uh, somebody runs up to you with a photo and says, have you seen this boy? <laughs> run away run away <laughs> i 
got that Skynet Let's reference. Say it, man. That's that's where this that movie those movies started. <laughs> right. It all started with AI. So that's funny. Yeah. So um, I'm going to post that on there. That's that's free for everybody. Now, the other project that I'm working on um, and I don't have it. Uh, I've just started it. I, I've, I have to unfortunately I had to do some other tweaks. So it delayed me. But I'm putting that book in audio format, all AI read. And uh, it sounds really good. The thing is, is um, that's going to be for those who are our monthly subscribers. So we're going to put that out there for them. And so it's going to be a MP3 like you can download and enjoy as well. So that's coming. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. All right. Now, were you able to get uh, Liam Neeson to voice that for us? <laughs> Right. That'd be great if I could. Um, there, I, I don't know if I have a good Liam Neeson voice to do it with, but I got one close. It's close, but not quite. Okay. And okay. You'll have to do that. Then. <laughs> It'd be kind of fun though. Um, all right. So, Hey, other, other things, everybody is, um, if you want to reach out to us, the best way to do that is show at two geeks, Um, that is our, um, that's the way, the best way to get a hold of us. If you want to ask questions or, you know, submit ideas for us that you would like to like for us to talk about. The other thing is, is um, when you go to two geeksmike.com, we've got some fun merch that's there. Um, or you can also go to two geeksmikemerch.com. That'll take you directly to our store page. Um, there, there's different things going on. There's different shirts you can get. There's been things they've run out of, but now they've restocked and those kinds of things. So, um, so I get notifications check, all the time. <laughs> I get notifications all the time too it's kind of fun so um but anyway that is the dealio so anything else mr mike um just this so if you made it this far please make sure and go and like and subscribe um go like us on facebook i try to put up a lot of fun memes over there i also give any information for uh upcoming shows that we might be doing um so you can get that info there and make sure and give the bell a tickle over on YouTube side um, and like the video on YouTube, please. Because when you like uh, the video, it helps the algorithm and YouTube enjoys that algorithm. Um, and you will be notified every time we go live. And speaking of live, we go live every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. You do the math because I don't like math. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's all I've got. Oh, man. I don't have a reacher line. Dang. Um, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I, there was no like really. Oh, one. the best line. One of the best lines in there. Yeah. Was, um, was man, you hit hard. I know no other way or something to that effect. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, uh, I don't know any other way. And have you seen this boy? <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 